You're now tuned into Mikey Check Check, my check, waifu, waifu, MDW, is that you? DJW, what's happening? <laughs> this is episode 129 of my check, waifu, waifu. As always, it's brought to you by Lou Complex. Make sure you go to lucomplex.com and use that offer code waifu to save on that entire cart. It's also brought to you by don'ttalkshop.com, as well as our Patreon producers. Shout out to our Patreon producers, AB, Aaron Brown, our, uh, our long distance fairy tale cousin. Uh, Dre to go G <laughs> Jaleesa Ked the Pro Check out Chaotic Culture Podcast Explicitly Monique Williams And Nachi Thank y'all so much For producing this episode And many other episodes uh, Of the podcast We truly appreciate y'all Remember My check waifu waifu The anime podcast Comes out every Tuesday At 9.30am EST You can follow us on Twitter At my check waifu I'm at Polo Bornfly And that's at King Teliano We have a fun filled show For you today Because there's some things we wanted to talk about, and sorry if you if, if you hear me chewing on something. I'm chewing on a cough drop because for some reason I can't get rid of this cough. It's crazy. This week has been crazy though. I tell I must say, crazy week of fucking anime, incredible mm-hmm. week, like probably the best week we had since I don't know a Vivi week probably when we first got Vivi and we started watching '86. That was probably a great week. Yeah, but we didn't have that many episodes in a week that was that good, you know? Yeah, true. I mean, we got like five shows that was banging this week. Cause even, even, <laughs> oh my God, I forgot. To, I, I can't believe we forgot to mention this, but the world's finest assassin too was fucking hidden too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I totally forgot all about For it. Sure. I just thought about it just now. And that's ridiculous. That just goes to show you how crazy this week was. So, I mean, for everybody that knows we do, you know, episode of the week at the beginning of the podcast. Sometimes in the middle of the podcast, but at the beginning of the podcast, we do episode of the week. This week, I tasked Tell with just giving me the episode, his episode of the week. No honorable mentions. So you have All to right. choose. So uh, I'm going with Demon Slayer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know Polo not going to agree with that, but it, it was it was a a good ass long ass episode. Yeah. And my episode of the week, and then what we're referring to is Demon Slayer season two, uh, the Entertainment District episode one, I guess, because they're breaking it up in arcs, right? Mm-hmm. So it was the Entertainment District episode one that premiered this week that you're listening to this podcast. Um, and for me, it is clearly, it like clears everything else we watched this week, even 86, which was fire, but Jobless Reincarnation. I couldn't. I, I, okay I wasn't going to do this But I'm going to do it now anyway So I'm sorry Alright cool for, for those of you that don't know Well obviously none of y'all know this But yesterday um, Sunday We recorded this podcast <laughs> And it wasn't It wasn't going It wasn't going too well So we decided to re-record today So we already had an inkling Of what each other was going to choose But I, I must say I went back And I watched Demon Slayer again And then I watched Jobless again Really? Jobless hit, bro. It hit just way too hard. Now, 
everybody knows that Mike Check Waifu Waifu is predicated on Demon Slayer. It's the reason why we do this podcast. It's it's it's, it's literally the start of the show. Um, so we have like a, an affinity for for Demon Slayer, and today we decided that we're going to spoil the episode, the Entertainment District, the first episode. So if you haven't watched it yet, watch it first and then come back and listen at this point because we're going to spoil that first episode. First episode was forty six minutes long. Um, I'm excited to talk about it though because it was real good. Now, don't make this. I'm not gonna make this out to be that I hated Demon Slayer because I like Jobless more this week. But I, this this episode was real good. I I think I think we liked these episodes for different reasons. Talk to uh, obviously, but like um on the Demon Slayer side, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I like to think that I'm not being like unnecessarily biased for Demon Slayer, right? Like, I don't think... I, I don't think Demon Slayer is, like, even in my top 20 anime or anything like that. But I do really, really enjoy it. Uh, this episode, uh, when you finish it off after that that movie sequence, it goes yes. right into what happens after that, right? A little bit of a recap of what happened. You know, we see Tandro throwing his sword. Mm-hmm. Um, but this this whole episode was about progression, uh, yes, getting getting to the next point, but it really didn't give us like it put us right back into the seat of these are the characters that we're dealing with. They're goofy, they're kids, they have fun, but they also get serious and get active when they need to. Absolutely, that's, yeah, I absolutely agree with that. I, that's what I think I like the most about it too, to be honest. Because for one, to get that small little recap was appropriate because I needed it because I didn't watch those first. Uh, seven episodes or eight episodes, seven episodes. Yeah, no. Only one that's worth watching is the first episode. Everything else is the same thing from the movie. Yeah, so I didn't touch any of those. So to have that slight recap was refreshing because I'm like, oh, I remember why I like this shit. For one, I don't know how the fuck you photo do it. It looked like they put RTX on <laughs> on their fucking <laughs> anime. It's crazy. It's beautiful. It's it's the most beautiful anime probably to date. I, I'm I think I, I'm. I think I'm not crazy for saying that. No, nah, you're not. Because it's like the blend of of CGI and, and like 3D mixed with the anime and the, anim- and the art design is just gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. But back to the show, what what they showed was, like you said, the aftermath of what happened in Mugen Train. What I like about the aftermath sequence is that they showed their despair they felt after that whole thing, after Rengoku bit the dust. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like, <sighs> and it even gave consequence to like Zenetsu didn't see what happened mm-hmm. with Rengoku. He just found out afterwards, and he was sad, but he was more on that that ground to where he was like understanding how the others were reacting and whatnot. Absolutely, he had he even had like a slight, slight, and for those of you who aren't. Who aren't a part of our Patreon exclusive to get video version if get video access to the video version, I'm holding up like a very like not even an inch, maybe maybe about I don't know, five centimeters of space of growth for Zenetsu. But he it was a little bit. It was a little bit of growth. He even said yeah. it himself. He's tired of of being what Zenetsu is, I guess. Yeah, and Tanjiro said that he no longer whines about uh, going off to kill demons by himself on anymore. his own. Yeah, which right? is huge. Actually. Like he, he used to whine in the group, right? 
now when it's like he gotta go do it by himself, you're like, oh, I don't want to go do this, and he go do it. It's like you know, right? So um, I like Zanette to always have, but you Trash. know, I understand. I understand entirely why Polo does not like the character because he is my brother hates him. He is literally the the like I hate Inosuke. <laughs> I, I, I don't like Inosuke as much as I did before before the movie. I he say. got worse. Yeah, it's like it's like they made Inosuke worse. But in this, like, he wasn't bad, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but we got to see them do a four month time skip with yeah. like training or whatnot. I think um, was it four months? I think it was, I thought it was longer. It could have been like four or five months, but they got a little bit of a time skip. But before that time skip, um, while Tandro was still like recovering from his wound in his gut. Uh, he went to go visit Rengoku's family to pass on, you know, his dying message to right. his family. Right. And that shit to me, that whole that whole portion was good, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we already kind of knew Rengoku's dad was a a dick. Yep. And Rengoku's dad was not really nice to uh, him or his younger brother. Right. Um, but we also found out, which I don't, I don't know if we already knew, but we are, we are, we actually found out Rengoku's father was a, a Hashira before, mm-hmm. so that was cool. And we but also found out that he had a beef with the, uh, with anybody who was capable, quote unquote, of the sun, uh, uh, technique, sun breathing, sun which breathing. we also we found that in this episode as well. So basically, this is what happens. Tanjo pulls up to Rengoku's family house. He sees Rengoku's younger brother. Immediately, it looks just like Rengoku. He just got extra defined forehead. Yeah, and we saw him in the previous season or in the, in the movie. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we see Rengoku's younger brother, and uh, basically, he's like, "Hey, are you Rengoku's brother?" He starts kind of giving this explanation, and he's saying, "You know, um, I, I'm just here to share dying wishes." And his brother is super hospitable, super nice guy. Um, you can see he's still shaking up by Rengoku's death. Absolutely. And as as he's like talking to him, what the dad comes to the door or yeah. opens up the door and is like, "Who's this?" And you know he's like, "You must be Rengoku's father." I came to share his dying wishes, and he's like, "Well, he was incapable. What would a guy who had no skill, had no talent for the sword do?" And I'm like, "Yo, he is shitting on Rengoku." Blew me back, bro. like <laughs> it's wild. Like Rengoku was a goat, bro. Straight up. And he's just kind of going off on Rengoku. That, that was that was kind of a little harsh. I was like, it wow, was. that's crazy. But um, he sees Tanjiro's like get up, right? Like the earrings and stuff like that. That's when he freaked the fuck out. And freaked out on Tanjiro <laughs> and just rushed him though. And, and I was like, yo, he raw though. He put Tanjiro down with the, with the arm lock. And I'm like, yo. But Tanjiro, you know, he's not a he's not a slouch. He uh, tries to attack back, and that's where we find out where uh, Rengoku's younger brother says, "My father is a past Hashira, and he he got the actions. He's he's smooth. It's, it's nice, and it was like, even though this wasn't supposed to be a flashy animated scene, right? It right. wasn't flashy, but it was smooth and consistent. It put his, it got his point across that he's fast, quiet, and like you said, smooth. And that mm-hmm. that is, I think. Just as important as any other super flashy animated cutscene too, because it shows exactly. it just showed it shows skill. It absolutely shows the skill gap between Tanjiro and a former Hashira, especially. Yeah. And um, we already knew there was a huge gap between Rengoku and Tanjiro, but That's we don't even know if there was a gap between Rengoku and his dad, right? Yeah, which like, we can assume we it is now, right? Right. 
Um, but when we when we see this, you know, Tandro do his faithful. He gets a headbutt headbutt yeah, off. True. <laughs> <laughs> Um, cause he's explaining to his dad, like, I don't even know what sun breathing is. And Tandro, his, this whole time, we kind of get to see even more of the breakdown of what Tandro dealt with during Rengoku's death, right. that he just felt weak. He felt like he couldn't do anything. And, and that's realistic because like, imagine, let's say you were in the military and you know, you're the only one who missing their shots right. and your team is getting laid out now one by one and you you survive, but you couldn't get that final shot off to kind of make it happen and it's like the enemy team retreats because of somebody else but it's just like you legit you couldn't do anything to protect the people who were protecting you and you know you got saved yeah that's good and all but you feel lesser than now you feel like there's so much more you have to achieve and do and it's, and to put that in simpler term you just feel in a way like what are you right. what are you there for like you, you're literally in the way because these two fucking titans throwing down and you literally just standing there staring and watching and not being of any assistance and as you watch somebody who you obviously began to look up to in that brief moment that they spent time together die like he's gone forever and it's it it was it was it's incredible how this story is even interwoven with like just the character development of Tanjiro I don't know what the fuck the internet because most of the internet believes that Tanjiro is just this terrible character and that befuddles me I just don't mm-hmm. understand that like I think he's like he's not the like the most he's not the best main character I would say that he's not the best main character and, it, and he it did take a long time for him to even grow on us to be honest but when he did grow on us you start to realize that his situation and scenarios the character growth that he experiences is barred almost bar none when it comes to the quote-unquote new gen which you already know i fucking hate that term but when it comes to the new gen anime he's like his character growth is above and beyond what theirs was and is and and we think about a dynamic shift here where tanjiro had to go from a point where he was living a peaceful happy life with a family who never had to fight other than his dad knowing this this sun breathing technique his family never had to get into any action basically he was just selling coal right um he goes from having a happy family to having himself basically almost entirely and a sister who can't really speak to him who's a demon now um and she can't go out in the daylight he can't experience his life the way that he once did and never will be able to again um and immediately after that starts trying to solve the solution he didn't even give himself a break right he went immediately from my family dying to trying to solve the solution and figure out what's next um, and, so and, I think, and, and he didn't do that Sorry to interrupt But he didn't do that In a in a small way He went fucking After Muzin himself mm-hmm. <laughs> Like The first season He tried to go after him And we saw how that ended up But like Like you said He just did not He did not hold He did not hold back at all After his little right. Brief Very brief little training session Knowing damn well He's gonna need about 100 years To catch up to Muzin But 102 Yeah um, <laughs> But we also found out in this episode how petty the Flame Hashira uh, father is. Very. By by ripping up the book of the sun breathing technique. I need that. I need more of I need more of what this problem is. Why he specifically has an issue with it? Yeah. I, and I'm I'm gonna say this is what I think it is. I think that he realized that he had no talent. 
that like his that his his forefather that flame Hashira and this is this is why I'm gonna say this because if you look at the the fight between um Rengoku and the demon right mm-hmm. uh it was one sided the upper three we, like yeah the upper three Rengoku was not gonna win that fight he had no chance at winning that fight mm. and I think if that demon had just straight up said from the jump, I want to kill you. I'm not going to let you survive. It would have been rap. There was nothing that could have stopped him. Right. And I think that's what made Tandro feel powerless. And I think that's what made uh, Rengoku's father realize that like these demons are no joke because why is he still alive? From what we know, most of the Hashira die off from actual combat. Right. Like a lot of them are not making it out. Like there's a whole graveyard full of Hashira. Yeah, and he's still alive. So I, I, we can only imagine that he said, "I'm done. I I can't beat them." Or he he's feeling inadequate himself. Interesting. Um, that's my perspective on. It. I, I don't like know that. what it actually is, but that's how I see it. I like that a lot because I do believe that that is probably the case when it comes to him, and I. It, do I blame him? No. 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 <laughs> did, did you see how? Because uh, we see in this episode a little bit after that when Muzan uh, meets with the lower three. Yeah, he's upper, but yeah. Upper three. Sorry, sorry. You're good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck he did. It looked like he just looked, and boom. Yeah, he just looked at him. His eyes turned red, and you know he's posing as a child right now. Yeah, yeah. You know, completely. But he, his eyes turned red. He's looking at dude, talking to him, and he said something about like I was able to kill a Hashira. And Muzan says to him, "Like what? Do you expect something? You expect me to be happy that you got a B on a test, I bro? I did. I did. I'm, I'm expecting him like, okay, well, good job. And if we move on from the scene, no, that was not what we got. He's like, that's the that's what is expected of you. Kill them all. I'm not expecting you to kill one. He's like, okay, so, is- so there was a there was, he said. I mean, I'm I'm putting this in layman's terms. Let me put this in polo terms. He said, okay, so there was there was one Hashira that you killed, motherfucker. There were three demon slayers there. <laughs> you couldn't kill them all. Like, mm-hmm. come on, man. It was a Hashira and, a, and three demon slayers, and you couldn't kill them. That's a problem. Fuck that. You killed a Hashira. There were still three others that you didn't. Even and why touch were you basically. unable to do it? Right. Exactly. That shit was fucking crazy, man. And and he that, that he looked at him in the cracks. Just, and yo, he looked salty walking away from Uzan. He yeah. looked salty, bro. Yeah, I was like, shit, I mean, I'd be mad. What can you do? Because what he he, he punch him in the gut. And this is why the, the term demon is so prominent here on my check waifu waifu because Muzan is a fucking demon, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but like the, the the level of demon he is is just crazy. Uh, what what villain does he remind you of in the anime world? Just off the top of your head. I mean, he's. He, I feel like he's more ruthless than majority of the demons we see, or, exactly. or majority of the villains we see. We, I think planning demons. wise, demons is our villains yeah, basically. Yeah, planning wise, I don't. I'm not sure he's as good as like some of our higher level planners. But ruthlessness, yo, I don't know who. I don't know anyone who really compared to his level of ruthlessness. Maybe Goku Black, but it's like. Kid Boo, like I don't know who compares to that. How ruthless he is. I'm gonna disagree. He don't with you. care about nobody. I'm gonna disagree with you on his planning. I think it's fucking immaculate what he's doing. 
because uh-huh. we don't we don't know exactly what he's doing. Period. That's like, what I mean, though, because we don't know what his what his actual plan is yet. But I think when it unfolds, we'll be like, yeah, he's there. Just think about the way he moved, though. He's a fucking kid right now in a, in a household of aristocrats. It looks like that mm-hmm. that knows their shit. So. We don't know what that entails yet, but I got a feeling it's going to be some bullshit. And yeah. I think he's he's on the level for me, the Eisen level demon. Do you think so? Do you I, think he fuck, I mean, you see how ruthless he is. He's just as ruthless as Eisen. Eisen killed his own people, too. Like, he didn't give a fuck. So. Yeah, but he also walk up to people and just be like, you're a demon now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> straight up, straight up. It took a while for Eisen to have that power, but. Man, wow, incredible man! He's a, he's an incredible villain. I, let's let's talk about what are what is our expectations for this uh, upcoming arc? Um, I'll, I'll be completely honest. Uh, my expectations aren't specifically high. Yeah, because I don't I don't really know what to expect. Right, like. We got, what was it, 24 episodes for the first season. We're getting 11 episodes for this arc, mm-hmm. um, which I'm not complaining about because that that's a nice chunk and like it's something sizable and it's, it's enough to bite off and chew, right? right. Enough to digest. Uh, but I think what, what scares me is I don't know how they're going to carry on this, like how fragile are the Hashira actually? Like, are we going to consistently see Hashira die off? Is it going to be like Hashira fragility where like, boom, every time we get into a fight, it's, it's Hashira on the line. Um, and, and, and that's, that's what scares me because I don't want to, I don't want that to be the scenario where the Hashira are constantly dying off, but somehow Tandro, Inosuke, and Zenitsu are leaving out unscathed or alive. And Um, I'm, and and I'm going to just interject here and say, that's exactly what I feel like is going to happen. And I feel like it's going to happen because it's a theme to to touch back on to what we've the recap of what we watched at the end of this episode. You see our 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 team basically get go on another job with another Hashira. And for me, it felt all too familiar. And because it felt all too familiar and you think about it, okay, first it was a Mugen train. Our team joined up with a Hashira on the Mugen train. We saw how powerful he was. Now it's the entertainment district. So, in entertainment district being and what they said was being where demons live. So, like, come on, man. Like, come on. So, yeah. I, and they went. Go ahead. Go ahead. I just feel like that this is going to be one of the the themes of this show is that the high shore are probably going to get killed, like in the same exact way what we just saw in the Mugen train. And I don't want that. I don't want. I don't want it to be a bunch of pretty fights, pretty animation, and just the same story for. Um, I guess dramatization, because that what that reminds me of is uh, what's that bullshit show I hate so much? I can make God kill. Yeah, I fucking hate that show, and that's what I, I got a feeling is gonna be like. Sadly, yeah. And and to be fair, I don't mind if they die, right? Yeah, like yeah. I don't mind. I don't mind if they actually die. What I what I do care about is how they die. Exactly. I don't. I don't want them that's to be dying to. every every single arc mm-hmm. against. Against the the base level opponent, we ain't even made it to Muzin yet. Right. I want I want it to be like you know, because technically that dude that they fought was one of the tougher of the 
Yeah, he's he's upper yeah. he's upper three. So. Yeah, so he was he was one of the tougher ones, right? That Rengoku died to, and yes, it was one sided. But I I want I expect that to be like a not often occasion where he pops up or someone like him pops up because right. there's still like four or five others below them. Right. Right. So yeah, because it was separated eight eight and eight. Right? Was it? Yep. So. I expect them not to be fighting those levels every single time, but I, I also expect that like give us some development with these characters. Rengoku, he garnered so much love so fast that it almost was a little heartbreaking to see him die. Right. Uh, I'm not even gonna say a little. It was very heartbreaking to see him die because the character was just super dominant. Uh, and I don't, I don't know if we're gonna like this character or not. But I, I do know that like if he comes into the show, we, we get to like him a little bit and then he just pops off and dies because he's trying to make sure that these people stay alive. That is like what Polo said, a theme, and that's going to make it boring. It's going to water it down, right? It's going yeah. to turn the, the milk into water. And now, sadly, I got a feeling that's going to happen. Like I, like you said, it's, it, what you said is, is, is exactly my thoughts is I don't care if they die. Like, that's fine. Death never bothered me. It's the implement. It's the implementation of the death that I'm going to have a problem with if it's following the same road as this. I want to see a fucking war arc or something like that. Motherfuckers get bodied or something. You know what I'm saying? Something like that. I don't want to see these people just go into these different arcs and then get smoked. That's that's fun, and it's going. I know it's going to be beautiful. I know it's even going to be a nice story, but I'm not going to care about the deaths the more it happened. I guarantee you that. One thing we haven't spoken about is how how good it sounds, right? In terms Jesus of the Christ. beauty, yeah. even this even this episode sounds really, really good. Absolutely. Um, so it has so much potential. We, I, I, I just don't know what to expect. Same. <laughs> uh, anyway, I just figured we 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 touch on that. <sighs> now back to the show. So with that being said, I do have to mention that I did watch the first episode of Link Click. Tell, I bet you love that intro. Tighten it up, man. I'm like, why they look just like my brother right now? They look just like Tell, fucking that shit up. It looks so good. They, they even did the finger thing too, and I'm like, oh, oh, wow, that's incredible. But watching it, um, it's pretty as hell. I like the way it looks. Mm-hmm. This Chinese animation. It's yes, yeah, Chinese animation. I absolutely love the sound, like, like the music in it. Music is incredible but I think these Chinese anime always have that like great music for some reason even though I don't understand the shit Um, the the story is very very interesting after the first episode I'm slightly lost I even went back and rewatched it again because I didn't want to go to episode 2 until I understand what the fuck was going on in episode 1 I got the gist of of it after the second watch Um, uh, so I'm, I'm enjoying it I'm, I'm definitely going to continue to watch this one because this is one I think we should probably review uh, to put on our list. I think, we, I think we should. Wow, okay. Yeah. Um, so I actually just watched the second episode because oh, I, 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 I planned on blowing through the entire thing, uh, but it was a lot this week going on. But this second episode, to me, also continued to, to climb okay. a little bit more information. How, how did you like the ending of that episode? Like, What did you think about that scenario? Fucked up, right? Very fucked up. So it, it was so minute, but ended up like that. Yeah. So with, I'm not going to spoil it, but with, with the way the world works, knowing how that happened, that it hurt. It hurt, and it, and it, 
probably because of yeah it's just it just hurt hurt. and our characters don't know nope have no idea yet so that man it it was killer it was definitely emotional and i can't wait to i can't wait to watch more of it like i'm looking forward to watching more of it because it's it's really really fucking cool um just so you can skip the intro Absolutely. Speaking of that, <laughs> that's exactly why that's exactly why I talked about link click because now we're gonna have the discussion on intros, outros. Because on our last episode, we talked about how I skip intros after the first time I'm watching it. There's no fucking way I'm gonna watch intros for anime. Apparently, the the overarching I would say consensus with the intros is that they all agree with me. Most of the majority of the people agree with me. Of course, there's Moody. Moody's like. You skipped the intro. What the fuck? She was she was blown back by that. I'm yeah, sorry, Steve. Steve yells at his kids for skipping intros. Nah, fuck that. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on. Stop. Stop. Well, Scoob Steve also wears socks when he sleeps, so that's just that's just that just shows the category that you're in. Also, you and Moody fucking put anime in, in point one one five speed or whatever, double the speed. Y'all are psychopaths because, and I say this because, Tom, <laughs> what they what's what's the saying, Montel? Tom is what. Money, so you think I'm gonna spend a minute thirty-five, a minute fifty in some cases watching an intro for an anime when I got way more anime to watch? Okay, so I did the math. It is seventeen minutes that I get back from watching the anime. So while you watching intros, I'm already on the next <laughs> on the next show. You see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? If you include the outros into that, that's another seventeen minutes. So you mean to tell me that I'm supposed to spend thirty-seven minutes? Of just extra time watching shit that don't matter, and that also shout out to GB for pointing this out because I pointed this out last episode as well. That contains spoilers, both the intro and outro, all the time. Okay, like so. So let, let's get to this, right? I think it's fair to not watch every anime intro, right? There's mm-hmm. I'm not watching every single anime intro. There are some anime where I am going to watch the intro because I enjoy that intro mm-hmm. and like. It, it just didn't really spoil that much. Like to me, Fire Force's Inferno intro did not spoil anything. Maybe. They started off in the scene, they fought, and they just went around and fought a bunch of fucking Infernos. It wasn't spoiling anything. Uh, the Link Click intro didn't really feel like it was spoiling anything for me. And, and I mean, what can, how can it spoil something you don't necessarily know? You might see some characters, but those characters don't mean anything until something happens later i don't want to hear that context argument that context argument is bullshit either way but but i'm saying either way is that like your head that oh he's gonna meet that person the moment you see that that side angle of an anime character that's supposed to be a villain hidden oh i saw that motherfucker in the intro it's spoiled okay you're done you know what i'm saying so i i i get that but more or less what i'm saying is i get it you don't have to watch every anime intro but there's just some that I'm going I'm going to listen to. I'm not going to watch any Yasha's intro, but that that outro. You're not going to watch any Yasha, bro. What you mean? You're going to watch but I'll turn on that outro every turn on the outro. Yeah. I'll play that. I'll play the outro alone. Yeah, you're not going to watch the anime, but you'll watch the outro. I, now that right. I get. That I get. Now there there is an like you said. I think what you said is absolutely valid. There are intros that I will watch. Yu Yu Hakusho, when we did our Yu Yu Hakusho rewatch, I watch that intro every fucking time. I just, I can't, I could not not do that. So that's a valid, that's a valid argument. But that's what I'm, that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying you gotta watch every single one. Cause let's be real. 
I'm not watching the Ham Taro intro every single episode. It's like 90 episodes of Ham Taro. Why would I watch you know that Ham Ham intro every single time? I get it. You see what I'm I saying? I get it. So I'm talking about like good intros, like universally good. The ones that we know are good, like Samurai Champloo, yes. Cowboy Bebop, the I'm, ones that actually have some intrigue and stuff in the intro. I'm still skipping the Samurai Champloo because I want to get to the shit with that show. That show is just incredible. <laughs> I'm not about to. I'm not about to keep watching that intro a hundred times. So that's 112 minutes that you got back from not watching the uh, Ham Taro intro. By the way, that goes. I'm just the the point. Of, of me saying this is the, the time that you get back from not watching the intros is the time you can spend on the next episode. I literally spend 17 minutes watching an anime episode because that's all it really is. It's about 17 minutes for an episode. You, you can just put it on two times speed like I do and you save all that time. I'm a Watch demon. intro regular speed and two times speed like, no, and no, 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 outro no, regular no, no. speed. Like I always say, I'm a demon, not a devil. <laughs> I'm not oh, doing that whatever. shit. <laughs> <laughs> I am not doing that shit. That is... Uh, Serial killer behavior, okay? <laughs> First of all, I would only be a serial killer for my family and close friends. <laughs> oh, man, that is terrible, terrible. That's a terrible move. Um, <laughs> uh, shit, where was I? Yeah, no, I I don't know. I, 120 minutes from Hamtaro. 120 minutes. Uh, yeah, I won't. I want y'all to write in to Mike Check Waifu at Mike Check Waifu on Twitter and just tell us, are you watching these intros or not? Like, I need to know uh, because for the majority of, of, of our Twitter, most people aren't. They're, they're just right. not, they're not doing that shit. So hear me out, Dan. What's up? Since that's the consensus right now, mm-hmm. give me three intros and or outros you would watch every time. Okay. You say you hockey show, that's one. Um... Made in Abyss. I'm probably gonna watch that. <laughs> okay. okay. I'm gonna watch that every That's single time. That's a good time. one. That's a good one. <laughs> uh, uh, and I mean, I'm a cheat. Jobless reincarnation. Fuck it. Okay. I mean, and the Jobless reincarnation one is actually calming to me. It's just it's very, like it's a really good. nice intro. Very good. All right. If I had to give three, I would say uh, Pokemon XYZ intro. But I'm also not watching Pokemon XYZ anymore since it's done. You're done. Uh, fight me. Uh, <laughs> uh, Inferno from Fire Force Season 1. I'm watching intro every single time. And then... Uh, sheesh. Battle Cry. Mm. I, got, I got to. Every mm. every time Samurai Champloo come on, intro and outro, I'm watching it. I'm not going to hold you. The... um. The intro to Banish from the Heroes Party is also real good. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Real good. Oh, that, yeah. I, I, how can I forget about this one, bro? Tony Coward over the moon with you. I used to oh, watch, I watched yeah. that intro every single time that came on. That shit was so good. Every single time. I even had it on a it was a time I was playing. What's that shit? Um you play with the mouse on PC. That music game. The fuck is it called? Oh. Friday Night Funkin'? No, 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 no. O O S O. Osu. Oh yeah, Osu. yeah, yeah! I had the uh, Tony Kawa intro on Osu, and I was playing the fuck out of it all the time. Um, it, it was an, it was another really good one I was thinking about, but I can't think of it right now. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I, I think I used Main Abyss song last week or two weeks ago. Did you? Yeah. I mean, we 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 used it a couple times because it's just too good. It's fucking good. So good. You know we love Made in the Beast so Made in the Beast over here We can't wait for season two Man listen <laughs> My uh. Over when that shit comes up <laughs> Man I just I need to know I just need to know 
You watch anything? You need to know. <laughs> you watch anything new lately? Uh, I just watched, like I said, episode two, uh, link click. Um, I did read the latest. Oh, I did want to talk about this. Um, I read uh, a manga series, comic series by a black manga creator named um, King and Queen Lion. Um, okay. They are pretty big on TikTok. They do like um, DC Marvel anime conversations, but they have their own comic and it's all black heroes in this comic. I read like the first 15 chapters. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty interesting. Basically, the power is based off melanin. If you have melanin, then you have superpowers. Wow. And it's uh basically if you don't have melanin you can't harm the melanated it's it's kind of super interesting uh they also did a really good job i think for an indie comic they just broke the record they sold like 2000 uh indie comics uh not signed to like dc or marvel so they've done the biggest sales for any indie comic out right now that's incredible that's amazing i actually love that shit I love that shit a lot. Uh, wow, yeah, that's good stuff. And for me, I, d- I did watch something else new. Of course, it was a slice of life. Cause uh, okay, now let me tell you this. You remember what, the one I talked about last week, which was One Week Friends. Very, very fucking good show. Okay, mm-hmm. I would never, I cannot understand how good One Week Friends is. But now, if I can find this, uh, sorry, give me a second. I gotta scroll through tells Annie lists. Uh, completed because he fucking ruined my timeline here. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Is. I update late, bro. <laughs> yeah, you update very late. Holy shit, bro! <laughs> God, damn. Hey, it was okay. a lot of stuff I didn't hit. It's complete. <laughs> so it's this. It's this one called uh, True Tears. Incredible mm-hmm. show. Very very messy slice of life. Um, and it deals with like. High school, middle schoolers, I think, middle schoolers. But it's about to do the Shinichiro, a student living in what will be his dream come true scenario when he lives uh, in an unfor- unfortunate circumstance with his with his childhood best friend, who is his basically lifetime crush. But he meets yeah. a, he meets another girl, and the other girl is like is an outcast in the school. She's like the quote unquote weirdo in, in school and they become really close and she starts to like him. He starts to like her and they start to like each other. And he also has another friend who he grew up with that also has a crush on him. And it's this triangle of love that between our main character, not really having any inkling of what the fuck is going on. Obviously that's what these sides of life do, but he does have the wherewithal to know like, I'm in a weird situation. I need to figure out a way to handle it. Uh, I need to car. Uh, what is it? What's the word I'm looking for? Carp. No. I need to. Uh, <laughs> I need to put my emotions in a box and work through that shit. I need to just put it all in the box and work through it and just try to figure out what I want, where I want to go with this situation. But there's there's some shit in here that's like this girl saying some shit to this girl and making this girl feel like shit and. There's a situation. Oh, they in. It's like it's like that. It's like and it's it's like it's, it's messy, and that's why you like it. I love it. I absolutely <laughs> fucking love it because it's like messy to the point where it's believable. It's so believable with the mess, and that's what I think I enjoy about it the most. Because like, <laughs> like just just to give you a little bit of the mess and true tears. The one the one girl who is basically who's basically been ignored because she's they're both childhood best friends of his two of the girls is 
one childhood best friend is like the tom tomboy of them so they're like brother and sister almost okay and it gets so messy to the point that she is actually with his best friend like they're together boyfriend and girlfriend like his he got his best friend together with his childhood best friend like hey my best friend is a good guy he really really likes you you should date him she says yeah just out of whatever to try to see if he gets jealous and maybe want her eventually and with that situation she's like pushing his best friend away his best friend knows what the fuck is going on he's like He's denying it though He's like I know it's because You like him But I'm gonna try to Be the best boyfriend Possible to you So you can then Fall in love with me And it's like It it gets It gets so fucking Deep with that It's like It hurts your heart And Bro My eyes watered Throughout this entire Fucking thing You watched the whole thing I watched the whole thing All all 13 So so let me give My synopsis of, Of this really quick Polo is a very chill dude And yes. Polo don't have no drama in his life yeah. So he watched no, drama feel messy anime <laughs> To get his taste of drama uh, You know how people watch fucking uh, What's that? Cheaters, Mario show, Jerry yep. Springer yep. Yep. The Kim Kardashian show All that bullshit yeah. I don't do that no, I, watch, I watch this to see what's going on in the outside world Because I don't give a fuck about drama That shit don't Drama don't phase me <laughs> Let me tell you how much drama I got in my life Zero, none, at all Period. Yeah. Yo, high key, uh, Polo and I are the same on that front. Like, we do not. I don't have no drama in my life. Yeah, like, I don't, I, I don't. I don't look for none. I can't find none. So the, the, <laughs> the problem with drama is that you got to give a fuck to have drama. I just think we don't give a fuck about a lot of things. Like that's a good point. <laughs> I just don't. I, I just don't think we care. Like I don't care about. I, I just don't. And maybe it's. I don't know. Maybe I'm a sociopath. Who knows? I, I think just, as long as if you are, just recognize it. But I don't, I don't think you are. I just think I, uh, I don't think so either. I just don't care. I just, yeah, I think that's fair though. Like <laughs> that's, it's 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 healthy in a sense, you yes. know. Like I, I don't want no drama. Yes. Why? Why would I want any? Yes, that's what. It, if, if sociopath is that, then that's me, and I'm happy with it because I am. I am all smiles. I love. I I love. I love my life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Even I have, to, I have to tell my own mother when she calls me and she calls me with the Tajay. Let me tell you, your sister, your brother. I'm like, okay, I love you to death. I love you, but I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I just don't need it. I don't need it in my life. And she's like, but you know, I'm just trying to tell you what's going on. You, you don't keep up with your brother and sister. I'm like, listen, it's not that I don't keep up. I just don't care to keep up with the drama. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> Tell me about everything else. Yes. Yes. How are you doing? How's my niece? How's my nephews? Like, that's all I care about. You know? <laughs> I love it. I love it, though. And I, the True Tears, Slice of Life anime, I'm, I'm going to try to bring y'all one every week. It's going to be hard this week, though, because I'm in love with Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> 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 to watch a whole series. But Some other interesting stuff coming soon with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. Big time. So I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to bring y'all some more and um we'll go from there. Alright, so let's get to know Mike Check Waifu Waifu. This I don't is, know nobody in Mike Check Waifu Waifu. This is part of the podcast where you get to know the host of Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Uh, uh it's you uh fifty six questions. It's fifty six questions in a list. I'm gonna roll a random number generator associated with one of those questions. So I was gonna read the 
54. Uh, y'all get it. All right. I'm a roll around the number generator. <laughs> God damn it. And he's going to read the question. 54. Well, this answer is obvious for Polo, but it is what anime is guaranteed to hit you right in the feels? Damn. Yeah. It's obvious for me. And if y'all don't so, know it. Let me go first. Don't know. Okay. All right. <laughs> Motherfucking Polo. Uh, <laughs> mine is. Number one gonna be Clannad. I hate him. Uh, Clannad after story specifically. Uh, then we got him. Grave of the Fireflies. Um, <laughs> oh my then, God. We, then we got Made in Abyss. Mm, mm. Uh, and then what else we got? Uh, uh, a Silent Voice. Yes, yes, Lord. And then your name. All right, Polo. You pick something that ain't on that list. I hate him. <laughs> he tried. I don't even think that that's what Tell believes. He just tried his damnedest to pick all the ones he knew I would say. So then I would but try. I agree with all of those. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. So. Uh, True Tears hit me in the feels. Okay. <laughs> Violet Evergarden hit me in the feels. You did. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, Funny enough, banana fish hit me in the no, no. Whoa, what the fuck? Banana fish. <laughs> I, <laughs> ignore that. Panda, I never said that. Okay, that never came out of my mouth. Never meant to say banana fish. I meant to say love lies, okay? I don't know okay. why. The reason why a reason why I said that is I think it's because banana fish is an Amazon exclusive and then Love Lies is a anime exclusive yeah. uh, Amazon exclusive. You know, Panda love banana fish. Just fuck banana fish. It's just it's bad. Uh it's only because one character is garbage. His that whole that one character brought the entire show down. It just ruined the fucking oh, whatever. Um, yeah. Uh, Love Lies, obviously. Clannad after story specifically. Even some stuff in Clannad blew me back. Oh, um, also, uh, Steins Gate. Steins Gate, yes. Uh, what blew me back? Three zero. Yes, I was just you got me. <laughs> uh, yeah, re re zero for sure is definitely one of them. But I want to eat your pancreas until the ending. That that blew me back, like the very I, very very end. I gotta I gotta watch that one. I still haven't watched that one yet. Yeah, I want to eat your pancreas is super interesting until like literally the last scene. Then it's like what the fuck is this shit stupid. But did she eat his pancreas? Huh? Did she eat his pancreas? I'm not gonna tell you that. What? That, that's the whole goal of the anime. Is it? That's what makes the it's animation in, so good. It's in the title. That's, in the that's what makes the anime so good. You know, I I just love uh, what what can blow me back is anime with good romance. Anything with good romance in it, I think is 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 can definitely like my teen romantic comedy snafu. Yes, bro, that blew me back. I'm not gonna hold you because <laughs> I, I didn't know I was I was conflicted just like oh man. Just like our main character, bro. I, I, I'm gonna be real. I don't think I would have chose the way he did, but then I think I would have chose the way he did. I don't know. Yes, yes. What you just <laughs> said was it, bro. That is my thoughts. I was gonna say that exact same thought, but you said the exact same thought, the exact same way. I would have said it. That's exactly right. I wouldn't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's the right or wrong answer. I just. That's how you know. I mean, you just characters. gotta. At that point, you gotta go home with both of them. Facts. Wait, wait. No, not facts. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> I didn't know you was going to go polyamorous on me like that. I don't know. Is that I, what you call? Hey, look, who am I to judge? No, we ain't Yeah, we literally judging the Judy, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's uh, <laughs> let's take this quick break. And when we come back, we're going to spoil the hell out of episode 21 of Jobless Reincarnation, which was titled 
turning point too. <laughs> chills, chills. Eighty six, and as well as uh, what Blue Period probably right. Yeah, Blue Period. Definitely Blue Period. All right, we'll be right back after this. Welcome back to episode 129 of my check white 4 I just realized 
make sure you uh, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash mytechwifewaifu to get access to the bonus podcast, The After Story, which we need to record soon. Yeah. Because I, I feel like we got to do an after story with legal discussing some stuff. Yeah, true. We might have to do that real soon. Real soon. Real soon. Yes. After story podcast coming soon. We are, tell so we have to get back consistent to doing after story again. You know, what's funny is I happen to be available almost every night. All right. We'll pick a night and do it again like we used to. And that's exclusive to Patreon, by the way. So make sure you check out the Patreon, Patreon exclusive podcast. We love y'all. Thank y'all so much for supporting us there. We are back to spoil jobless reincarnation. Oh, wow. 86 and blue period. Why the fuck did my brain just draw blank? Uh, damn, we got, I still got to edit this podcast too tonight because we yeah. record this on a Monday. Um, Let's do it. I'd be making Polo work too hard. My bad, y'all. No, it's not your fault. It's my fault because it was my idea. Glad we did it though. Uh, Let's talk about jobless reincarnation first, obviously. Okay. So uh, this was the worst episode of the season so far. Yeah, um I hate it. It, so, it starts off. I hate tell sarcasm <laughs> so much. I hate it so much. But this was literally one of the best episodes I've ever like it just it blew my fucking mind because the beginning it's not even the intro. It was like a, a foreshadow of the beginning. Of yeah. The end. yeah. Yeah, it wasn't even the intro this time. It was just it just the shit that happened. And the show I'm like what the fuck? What is going on? Literally, he's dead. Then mm-hmm. they go into the intro and he, and he kind of narrates what's going on, which was beautifully done, just beautifully woven into what the show is. And uh, when we get when we get started, bro, I just feel like what this episode did to me. I, can I say this? I was ready to, to I was ready to throw everything else out the window, bro. It was that good. Like the payoff that that jobless reincarnation has has always been so top notch, like crazy. Like a lot of times it's a lot of build up with this show, like building up to certain points. But when it gets to that point, that climax to that point, it could just happen randomly like it did when Eris got kidnapped in the first part of this season. When she got kidnapped in Ghislaine, was her name? Was her name? Yeah. Yeah. When she pulled up and did her fucking shit, and when Rudy was fighting those kidnappers, it was incredible. Like that was that was the pinnacle. This time it was the turning point too, which was never would have thought he would have walked up on who we learned to be the Dragon God, and with him walking up on the Dragon God sparked this whole fucking fight with him because. The dragon guy hates the man god. What the fuck is going on here? So, and I, I think what one of the things that kind of put this episode over the edge for me was something more like how the it almost felt ambient, yes. like like there was an aura in the anime that felt present when you're watching it, right? Yes. So, uh. When when that episode episode first starts, we see Rudy is kind of just like bleeding from the gut, right? Bleeding mm-hmm. out his mouth, bleeding out his stomach. He's got a hole in his body, right? Um, instantly like, what the fuck is going on? And then it cuts out of that and no, goes like the actual episode. Nothing, by the way, yeah, it goes straight to the episode like going on. And they're walking down this long corridor. You know, you can kind of see like what's going on out the side, and it's like kind of like a cave almost area, but it's like it's like mountainside, but you can see what's going on outside. Yeah. 
they're walking through and they're just talking uh, about those masters, you know, or no, they actually, they were fighting. They, what they did a really good job of is first they were showing, yes. um, they were showing Rudyard and Eric and Eris fighting. Yeah. Which was incredible yeah. by the way. And Eris was going hard. She was like proving herself and, and, uh, Rudyard finally says, you know, you're a warrior. You can call yourself a warrior now. Yep. Um, and she's like, well, I didn't beat you. He's like, that's not what's the important part, you know? And that's when they proceed down that corridor. After that, they kind of had going about their day, um, talking about the other great warriors and whatnot. Um, and they they walk past these two characters, kind of like not they they obviously stand out. They look very different, but they, they don't even come out, come out because they don't even well, walk you, past them. You're right, you're right as hell because they didn't walk past. They, they were going to walk, um, but Rudyard and Eris completely feel overwhelmed. Which is, um, which is a which is a which is something they established a while ago, at the beginning to say to show that warriors can feel the presence of other warriors basically, and that's what they did so well at the beginning of this episode was to establish that Ares was finally a warrior, like she knows what it's like to become a warrior. Obviously, Rudy doesn't because he's not really a warrior. He he's never been, never have been. So with that. When that happened, bro, and the fucking the, the ox jumped off the edge of the cliff, I was like, like, "Fuck that! I'd rather no. jump and die." Yes, I'm like, "Yo, what, what the fuck is going on here?" Where this ox decided that I'm gonna just die instead of that, <laughs> instead of just, that was that was so good though. It was so good, so good. Um, well, but also like, Rudius is oblivious. Yes, to to the circumstances, right? Um, yeah, see, no situation or randers at all. And we find out a little bit more why later on in the episode. But in this point in the episode, we're just like, why is Rudy? Why is everyone shook except for Rudy? Um, and they walk past. They walk past the two. The two people adjacent to them walk past uh, our our party. Rudy is like, don't and, move, don't move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Rudy is. He has no. He just turns around. He's looking, and and the guy. What did he say to Rudy is? He didn't really say anything to Rudy. As Rudy has said to him, he's like, uh, he asked him. No, he asked him because he said, you know, do you, do you know them? Because, yeah, he said something to uh, Rudyard and Eris because mm-hmm. he recognized that Eris was a gray rat and that Rudyard was a... Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, because the dragon god recognized Rudyard was a super, super, superb, I think it's Superb, it yeah, yeah, superb. Yeah, Eris was a gray rat, yeah. <laughs> And then that's when he asked him, hey, how do you know them? And then that's when the fucking shit got real weird. So basically, the moral of the story is you don't ask real motherfuckers questions. A dragon god, by the way. (laughs) But uh, basically, Rudy is not having any situational awareness in this scenario specifically. Um, He ends up answering questions and, you know, he's talking to him like calmly, right? Like it didn't feel... It didn't feel out of place that Rudius was answering questions essentially, but what did feel out of place was that as soon as he asked him, "Does the name Mangod mean anything to you?" and then yeah. you just didn't, you didn't see him anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it came completely off the screen. You just see Rudius's face kind of like smile, and you look up and you don't see the man standing there anymore, and then you see him kind of lift up and boom, got Rudius. It wasn't even Rudius that smiled. Rudius turned with the smile and said, "Yeah, he comes to me in my drink." 
And then that's when he disappears and he's gone and he's like, yep. his guts is fucking spilling out. <laughs> well, no, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't shank him there. He punched him right there because he wasn't planning on killing Rudy Astaire yet. No, no, he, 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 he stabbed him in the gut. He stabbed him in the gut. Right there? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. I guess I didn't remember. That. I thought he stabbed him after that because Rudius wouldn't go down. Yeah, he was in the he was in the gut, and then he's the, the hole in the chest was what killed him essentially. Yeah, yeah, that's but what he, it was. He, the he, hole in the chest will kill him. He fucking forefingered <laughs> him right in the in the stomach, and his fucking his insides was bleeding. His bleeding out of his mouth. It was. Oh yeah, because he did make a, a note to say your lungs were damaged. Yeah, um, and, and Rudius fighting back, and I love that. Right, that was incredible. While while Eris and Ruger, Ruger they did body. they did attempt to do something. Ruger was going off too. I'm like, damn, yeah. damn. But but let's be real, it was easy takedown. Yeah, easy. He was a easy takedown. Eris got tossed, um, which goes again. It was a it was a show. Eris isn't weak, but she also is not on Ruger's level, and she is certainly not on the Dragon, the Dragon God. Dodge level. <laughs> Eris got tossed. Rudrick was attacking, got nowhere, and got tossed as well. Yeah. And, you know, uh, Rudy got put down. But Rudy, uh, being who he is, did not back out. Um, and luckily, we, we did see that his eye has no effect on someone like not that because he's too guy. fast. Yeah. It, it could have helped him if he was able to react, but Rudy does not have the ability yet. Um, but he was fighting back. Wordless incantation. He doesn't have to speak, and that was instantly recognized by the uh, by the dragon guy. And he said he might be on the place's level, which we don't know who the place is yet. Right? Um, he could be because we did find out as well that the the first the highest level um, of these warriors isn't actually the best fighter. It is the dragon guy who is the best fighter, and apparently he is busted. So, so to, to to cut in real quick, I've watched. Uh, a video about uh about this guy named I forget his name Any News I think his name is he does like he does breakdowns of the light novel versus the anime and mm-hmm. he did a lore video on uh on this and yeah gods if if they're a god they're literally a god and the re- <laughs> the reason being is is something happened a lot thousands and thousands of years ago that 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 separated the content the continent between it was a battle between the human god quote unquote and then the, the dragon i think it was the dragon no it was the demon it was the demon god the demon god and the, and the human god was fighting each other and they literally split the, the content to what it is that's why you have the demon continent and you have the central continent and mm. the dragon god was a, like was a was a part of that war uh so this guy is probably like thousands of years old essentially so he's he's a literal demon dragon god so just to put that in a little bit of perspective for you so he's a demon yeah cool. straight up um, straight up like like world wrecking levels so yeah but uh reduce was able to cast a fireball spell that turned, um, what color was, it, was it, white? it turned purple um, it turned purple and dude was putting up a shield and it essentially broke Cracked his shield, didn't completely break it. Right. Cracked his shield, and he then he reverted it basically, and that's when he put Rudy down. But don't forget um, about him turning that his 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 first initial attack was his earth his earth bullet. He turned that into a what like yeah, a drill. Onyx, an onyx drill that fucking actually hurt his hand, and that's when he realized like, whoa, what the fuck? This kid got something, you know what I'm saying? And then that's when he did the fireball with the shield. So so with this situation, 
I just want to go back to to make sure we put point this out. The reason why this he asked about the man God in the first place was he asked, "Did you know about anything about the teleportation thing?" Why would Rudy yeah. ask what seems to be a complete stranger about that? Because I, and I'm assuming um, this is my perspective of it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you see someone who clearly knows the people or mm-hmm. someone that you know, right? I keep forgetting about that. Yeah. yeah. And and he seems like not just your run of the mill adventurer, he right? Like he seems like right. Uh, and Rudy had no fear or anything towards him. So for for this scenario, Rudy is oblivious and it's not entirely his fault. If he was of this world, as we find out that he would have been in a different state and probably would have made it out unscathed. Mm. Uh, but. No, I think, uh, I think what they were pointing at was that he was, he survived because he was not of this world. If he was of this world, he would have been killed because he knew the man got the chick said to the dragon God apparently is what we find out later is that something's off about him. I don't think he's of this world or some shit like that. I don't even, I don't think she said that those words exactly, but I think she pointed something with him being a little bit different. Oh, no, I was gonna say that's not what that's what I meant because when, oh, okay, when we got the conversation about the about the dragon guy, I see. Uh, yeah. we found out that he has like four or five curses on him, yep. and one of those curses is he's hated hated or feared by every single being, living being, right? Um, I see. I see what you're saying now. Yeah. So if he had feared the dragon god like uh, Rudyard and Eris, he would have never even been able to I move or say now. anything in the first place. Yep. So he probably would have left unscathed, but because he was ob- oblivious to that that curse, he could not af- affect. He wasn't affected by that curse. He saw no fear in this because man. So you know, he, this world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Exactly. But also, like we did find out that that's not the dragon god's full power because the curses hold his power back. <sighs> that's back, bro. That's <laughs> unbelievable, man. <laughs> It didn't even look like he went hard. It looked like he just beat beat bro up for fun. <laughs> it looked like he went hard. Ridiculous. I just want to touch on this before we move on because we need to move on. The animation, unbelievable, man. It was top tier. Unbelievable. I don't, what's funny is that this studio, like I said a couple of weeks ago, this studio was created specifically just for Jobless Reincarnation. But it did have some assistance and it makes sense when I realize this every time I always forget about this part they had some assistance from White Fox if you don't know who White Fox is White Fox is the people who animated uh, ReZero so it totally makes sense as to why it looks so fucking good mm-hmm. Um, but on that same note I got some bad news tell white, uh, white folks lost White Fox lost some of his top animators which is not good because what's going to happen? Yeah, which means what the fuck is going to happen with ReZero? So, my thought is I'm praying that the guy who has the IP for ReZero takes it to another studio, and we still get it animated. But word on the street is is that it just might not happen. And then we got to pick up the novel. Yeah, but because I'm I'm not dropping it. I can't say that, that. 
I will say this. There's no fucking way with as popular as ReZero is. I mean, Toonami and, and all that shit. And what is popular as ReZero is, I don't think they're going to drop it. I think they're going to give it to another studio. So, and I, I would even say with the same with Jobless Reincarnation. Uh, these two anime with them having that kind of affiliation with a studio that's doing that well or an anime or series that's doing that well that I would assume that they want to continue that kind of progress. I absolutely agree. So maybe when Jobless is over, we'll hear something about ReZero. That's what I'm hoping. But all I know is this Jobless episode, episode 21, Turning Point 2 was incredible. Incredible. Yeah. Easy one of the best episodes of the year. It was really good. And this is one of the episodes where we learned probably the most it, it was we yeah it's crazy we, we learned that uh our main character rudy was he was just like yo yeah i, I died man i did i did my best though yes, you know i tried yep. and he gave he at that point he's like well, well how do i pass on <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, I'm ready to go. that was did, great bro i did that was a really great moment I, that really made me like this older version more because I really didn't like his older version at all because he was fucking pervy and creepy. But. It seemed like he matured right there though. Yes. You know? Yes. And also it, it what was great about it is that he also remembered that bet he had with Man God and when he told him like, you know, if if you give me if you help me find some of my family, then I'll come back and listen to whatever you say. And I won't give I won't back back talk you. And he did exactly that. He didn't back talk him. He was just like normal. And, and like you said, he matured. It was great. It was a great episode. Uh, let's talk about 86, though. I almost missed this episode because I only saw the recap in there in Verve the day that this episode came out. So I was kind of pissed. So I'm like, oh, fuck, man. Damn. Luckily, Tell reminded me that it did come out. And this is a f- fantastic episode. I will say this. Out of the episode shows we watched, this was probably the uh, least memorable for me. So, but that, that's yeah. not that's not to say that it was bad in any way at all. But for me, I had trouble remembering what happened. If, if we're recording, if we're putting in like an episode hierarchy, then I, I can get that. Yeah. Uh, basically, we know um, for this week it was just we had a lot of good episodes this week, and I I think this is a really good episode in my opinion. It was really good um, episode for sure. But uh, basically, we know like they're they're on that uh, low flying ship jet kind of thing. Yeah. And they kind of go high in the air. and She drops off the 86 and the rest of the crew mm-hmm. and they have to fight their way to the uh, Morpho. Yeah, the Morpho. Um, and they essentially do while being swarmed. And, you know, they kind of do their thing. The 86 do their thing. They split off from the other half of the, the military Nazi. battalion or the group, yeah. right? Yeah. And they go fight the larger group of uh, Legion. Uh, Legion that's coming towards them mm-hmm. while they go fight the Morpho. They get to the Morpho and basically find out that ain't it. That ain't that ain't the only one. <laughs> <laughs> that one ain't even repaired, but it's still operating. Like they, they go in and you see it and it's still like moving and it loads up like it's like charging, like it's getting ready to fire and then nothing nice. happens. They're like, oh, what's going on? And then they get a, they, they turn over and you see another one off in a far off distance. Ugh. Wings fluttering, it's charging and then boom. And I was like, yo. <laughs> I'm so happy that she, uh, she, uh, she know. I'm so happy that he fucking, he said something was up. He felt, he felt the bloodlust of her, uh, Federica's night. 
then he like, yo, retreat now. And they got the fuck out of there and they dodged that attack. But it it that gun is ridiculous, bro. Mm-hmm. Re fucking day. It's a rail gun, essentially, literally and figuratively, <laughs> and, and deadly. We were under we were under the perspective or understanding that this rail gun could only fire one shot, but it did not appear that way. Nope. This morpho could definitely fire a second shot, and it just was takes a while to heat up. Yeah, but was this one was the first one damaged in combat? Like, did they were they able to get some shots off and hurt uh, hurt this one last time? Or because uh, I, I, I didn't think I thought this one just fired a shot and it, it was damaged, but the second one was able to fire a shot and was ready prepared to fire a second one. Right, because I don't think it was led by the knight. So I, I'm under I'm under the, the 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 misconception that whoever's controlling it with their it, their what's the word I'm looking for. Their consciousness, yeah, it's their consciousness, but it, it's, um, I guess you can call it eagerness to to kill, mm-hmm. or their want to kill, is what makes them stronger or weaker. Mm. I think that that one had you know some regu- okay. regular regular dude in there, <laughs> and he can only fire it once, or and it just it it fucking shattered or whatever. But I mean that that can make a lot of sense because it seems like all the the people who get put into the machines. Have a unyielding bloodlust. Yeah, and the uh, and it, and I correlate that with uh, what's his name? Shino. Is his name Shino? I can't for some Shin. reason Shin. My name, my name, fucking part of my brain is just off right now. But Shin, it was the same way with his brother, and that's why I'm I'm putting those kind of together. His brother was the strong yeah, fucking sense. fucking dude. So with that, I think because of the the knight being who he was, made him. Fucking almost impervious to just not giving a fuck up because he was going. He was going. <laughs> he was, he was trying to fight. And what was really cool about this is that we got to hear for the first time like a command the legion, system, like yeah. the legion command. Yeah, it was like you're not authorized for this battle. You're not authorized for this fight. Fall back. Fall back. And it's like this sounds like a regular ass person. Yes. This this does not sound like. Um, a hive it, I mean it kind of how the audio was done it sounds like a hive mind but what it's saying doesn't sound like a hive mind it sounds like a commander or a leader or some kind of uh, system some chain of command that's going through the line to say hey this is not what we need right now we need we need this we need a different approach right now and it, it, it was interesting to see that Sorry, but it put it put things into perspective um, that like even the Legion is not just at its own whim. They're, they are following orders. They are doing things in a certain way. We do know that they are still man-made and they were created, but like we do also see now that it, there is an actual plan amongst the Legion. Right. And again, I, we talked about this a long time ago, even before we knew about the whole the whole backstory of, of the Legion is I do feel like that it is a hive mind situation, kind of like the Geth and Mass Effect. I do feel like that they're going to be a victim of their own creation, though, for taking Mm -hmm. for taking. And what I mean by that is for them taking a human consciousness and putting it into this to then try to maneuver about because that's how they basically took over the entire fucking world, essentially. I think that's going to be their downfall as well because of what we just saw uh, foreboding with 
the knight. I forget the knight's name. Did they tell us his name? They I did. Think they did. I, he's I he's part of Shen's family, basically. Like they have the same lineage or something. I think. Yeah, something like that. And with them using that, I think that uh, no, no, he's not a part of their lineage. She's she's talking about how he's a part of the Nosing Clan when he's trying to shoot him down. So they're yeah. beefing in some way. I don't know why, but I mean maybe maybe I could be wrong. But with that, I, I think that's gonna like I said, that's gonna be their downfall and hopefully it, it, it is. I don't know. What do you think about Frederica sneaking on uh Fido? Uh she needed to get kicked in the kneecap. Yeah, that pissed me off too. Um, that made me so mad, bro. But I, I do think that like it's something that her character feels like they had to do, right? Obligated. Right? I don't know, man. Because she is like she's looking at the, at the 86 as a product of her family. Like, this is what my family did. My family created these machines to fight a war. My family invaded these countries to do different things, and this is the outcome. The 86 are an outcome of another country having to fight in this war against what my family created. So she sees it as like, you know, this is what it is. And you know I always gotta come with a logic, bro. My logic mm-hmm. behind that is why would she do that, though? Because what she's doing now it's putting them in even more danger because now they have to protect her ass. But guess what? Not even gonna miss riding because he's taking her back to safety. So with them missing one gun, that's one less person they have to help protect and watch their back. So mm-hmm. logically, don't make sense. She she made it was a terrible decision. Everything you said makes a hundred percent sense, but it was the wrong fucking move, man. It was the wrong move, and it just. It completely Hold pissed up. me off. What's Hold up. up. Give me a second. Give me because I think. Hold up. His name is. Hold up. Hold up. Is that? Is his name Nosen too? <laughs> I'm trying to make sure because I think his name is. Pell Rider, personal name Pell Rider, Kyria Nozen. That's not his brother? No, his brother has red hair. Mm-hmm. Brother has red hair. Died at age 16. Personal name Pell Rider. So he and is. I, that's the name I think they kept saying was a Pell Rider. So that, wow, we just spoiled ourselves. That's crazy. Well, I was saying because I thought she said that that he that they shared the lineage when she was telling oh, him about it. I see, I see. I now I do exactly remember what you're talking about because that was when they were first discussing what the legion was. You're right. You're right. That's crazy. Damn, you're absolutely right. Wow. Yeah. Deep man, deep. Eighty six goes deep. We only have five more episodes. Four more. Four more? Uh, yeah, nine, eleven, yeah, four more. That's, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. What the fuck are we gonna do, bro? Uh, we got a whole new season coming up. Um, 
That's true. <laughs> that's true. I know. We, I know. We mentioned it last week. Uh, that's probably where we're going in this episode. I know we mentioned last week that we was going to cover the winter season this week, but uh, we're going to discuss the winter season before our anime of the year discussion, which is going to be two weeks from now. So make sure you guys tune in. So next week, probably we'll discuss the winter in its entirety. We're probably going to get some inquiries from Twitter on what y'all think of what y'all are y'all anticipating this winter season, 2022 winter. Um, and share them on the show. So make sure you write in at Mike Check Waifu Waifu for that. But tell, give us the recap. So we just finished talking about 86 and all of its greatness. Y'all already know what that is. Um, but Jobless Reincarnation, that's the Polo's episode of the week. And, you know, he said it was, you know, amazing. Blew his mind. Blew my mind too. Has some great stuff in there. Um, also, uh, stay tuned for After Story Patreon exclusive podcast. We got some stuff coming for y'all. Um, and Polo got some more information to drop for y'all. It's going to be great. Um, get to know Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Um, before our break, what anime really hit you in the feels? We gave some um, demonstrations or some examples for us. And then Polo watched True Tears, another uh, messy slice of life that, you know, hit him in the feels a little bit. Um, I've read uh, the first 15 chapters of Flame, a black anime or black manga created by a, a you know, critical content creator. We also had an intro and outro discussion talking about do you watch the intros? Do you skip the intros? Let us know what you do. Um, we already found out quite a few of y'all actually skip them. So, you know, that's cool. Uh, Polo actually watched the first episode of Link Click and that might be our next review uh, so stay tuned for that as well um, we talked about Demon Slayer Entertainment District with some spoilers uh, I'm pretty hyped for it uh, I know Polo is pretty hyped for it let us know what you think about it you know we got some demons in the show literally uh, some great stuff going on yes sir and then as we did in the beginning episode of the week was my for me was demon slayer polos was job reincarnation that's been episode 129 of mike check waifu waifu i'm at polo born fly on all social media i'm at king tiliano on all social media you can follow our social medias at mike check waifu on twitter and at mike check waifu waifu on instagram and as always mike, mike, mike check, 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 check. yo voice got kind of high on You're now tuned into Mike Check Waifu Waifu.